This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. It's like, hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks, right? And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri, and wherever you may be listening, you're listening to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. It's what we do all day, every day, as they say. Oh, yeah. Look at there. Yeah. Oh, I'm just like a regular <laughs> just, old poet. Just yet, rhyming early in the morning. Every so. Saturday morning here, 7 8 a.m., mm-hmm. right here on KZIM, KSIM. And uh, you can also listen to us on our VR podcast on Spotify, or you can find us on iTunes. Uh, also, you can go to our website. And Miss Danielle, what else can they find? Yeah, so if you go to our website at theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. Um, obviously, you can go listen to all our previous shows if you click on the radio show button, um, if you didn't know that already. So, And it's all listed by topics, which is fantastic. So you can kind of pick a topic if you're interested in it. So, for example, if you want to know more about Medicare, or uh, life insurance or, you know, um, anything like that. They're all listed by topic. So check that out on our website under the radio show page. You can also download our complimentary retirement income toolkit. That is completely free. So it has four really great articles in there. Um, information on like tax planning in retirement, social security in retirement, information on our generational vault, just really good stuff to kind of kickstart your retirement planning journey. Those are not customized reports. I do want to mention that. So if you're looking for customized reports, which we do offer, you'll need to give our our office a call and we'll set up an appointment for you. So, but check all that stuff out on our website. You can also get information about Brock's book on our website. Go to Mm amazon.com and type in the last paycheck. You will find uh, that is number one listed item when you uh, search for that Mm -hmm. and uh it's 13 dollars. yeah so like just spend 13 bucks to get some really great information it is um that you can help yourself in your retirement and in addition to that we are not keeping any proceeds we are donating it to local charity we just wrote our first check over Mm -hmm. to a junior achievement a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. so that was cool and uh lastly a shout out to all the people that have called in because you want to help yourself and you want to help your family and you want to make sure that you don't run out of money. There's all kinds of things that people are concerned about, but it's, it's doesn't do you any good if you're just sitting around and worry about it. Let's do (laughs) something about it. Give us a call. We'll help you. Okay. It's 332-7855. Leave a message. We'll call you on Monday or shoot us an email at the retirement playbook at gmail.com. There it is. All right. So, uh, we've got a great show lined up for you today. I think this is another timely topic. We keep getting topics that are kind of, you know, timely on kind of what people are, 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 um, probably more the emotional things they're dealing with, you know, getting ready for retirement. So we last week we talked about phased retirements, you know, learning about phased retirements. This week we're talking about protecting your retirement from boomerang kids. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> this is a big one. You hear yeah. a lot about We do, this. we do. I think this is a this is a big topic and, and, and concern or maybe it's not a concern, maybe you don't mind, but truly understanding, you know, how it may work as part of your retirement, if you are going to be, you know, um, dealing with boomerang kids. So, so let's first, I think define what are we talking about here? What's, what is a boomerang kid here? Okay. So, um, you know, saving for retirement and providing, um, for your children Mm -hmm. have always seemed like to me in my experience of doing this for 18 years, been the two, what we would call hallmarks of personal finance. Okay. And there's always been an ongoing debate, not in our household, right? Because we know which one's more. <laughs> we do, we do. But, but I think always, for most, yeah. But I think you know most people. There's an ongoing debate at which one's more important, mm-hmm. right? Making sure that we take care of our kids, and make sure that college is funded and all that kind of stuff, uh, or or uh, taking care of our own retirement. Mm-hmm. And if you've listened to any of our shows in the past that I've we've brought this topic up, you know where I stand on this, which is. You've got to take care of yourself first. first. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I like your and example say, you always use on the airplane. Right. You know, where they tell you to put your mask on first before you put the mask on the child. So, you know. So, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, <clears throat> it's very important that you take care of yourself first. 
But if you do have money left over, yeah, sure. Throw it in a 529 plan. Put it in a savings account. Do something for your kids mm-hmm. with that. Fine. You know, um, people don't realize how much they're already helping their kids by providing them with food, shelter, and clothing mm-hmm. as the basic needs, The basic right? needs, yeah. And then beyond that, we get them cell phones and we buy them, you know, the latest and greatest shoes. And, and equipment for and the equipment sports. Equipment yeah. for sports. And <laughs> or dance or whatever it is. You know, yeah, what, art. So you don't realize how much you are already doing. Mm-hmm. And while you might feel that that's the default or the template, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. And that's where our society has shifted is that, you know, we, we just do all of these things to take care of little Johnny. And I'm not saying it's bad. It's good. Okay. If you're taking care of yourself. As first. long as you're taking care of everything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's just where where I lie in the uh, spectrum of that debate. Yep. Um, so so tell know, us a little bit about what a boomerang kid is. Okay. So, you know, when kids get older, uh, they either go out and fly with their <laughs> wings, right? Yeah. And they go out and live their own lives. Right. So sometimes they return home mm-hmm. to live at home. Right. Your home. <laughs> <laughs> with you or are still being supported by you financially. I was so going to say, some actually, don't come, come home. They just right. need help. Yeah. 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 Or, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay. So according to a recent study, Time Magazine study, 70% of parents polled spent up to $5,000 a year supporting an adult child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. While your intentions may be noble, the need to support your adult children dramatically impact your retirement plans. Yeah. And, you know, I'd just like to put a little plug out here because obviously we know your strong feelings about it. But I do think it's odd. So just to kind of go back to my previous life, so not my HR life, I'd worked at the university here in town for 10 years. But I do think it's odd too, because, you know, we talk about this, but on federal government forms, the FAFSA, Mm -hmm. parents are required to put their income on there until age 23. You know, that affects the the child's opportunity to be able to apply for assistance. So whether they qualify for certain types of loans that have, you know, um, either, you know, lower interest rates or delay or deferred interest. So, you know, it is kind of a catch 22. I think parents kind of get put in nowadays because, the government in some circumstances are saying you're responsible. Okay. I'm just saying, I'm just yeah, bringing it out. I, I it's kind you. of an odd I little, you. you know, situation I where love, I'm open-minded. Yeah, I know. I I'm like just to hear all angles. So yeah. anyway, you know, I know we're talking about, it's important for parents to consider their retirement needs before the needs of their adult children. Correct. That is correct. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. called the boomerang. That's called the boomerang. So, okay. yeah. So we are not living in Australia. We're not, you know, big on <laughs> boomerangs, you know, we don't have to throw something to bring you it back. If it. I throw something, I don't want it to come back. You don't want it to come back. Most of the time. Most right? of the time. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Depends. I'm trying to think of what you would throw. Yeah. A bowling ball comes back to you. Fishing line. Fishing line. <laughs> of course, we always go to sports, right? That's what we're yeah, supposed we to be. Do. We're anyway. the retirement okay. playbook. Yep. All right. So um, society mm-hmm. has largely satirized the boomerang generation. Look at you using your big words this morning. Uh, <laughs> That's what I'm here for. That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. Uh, to consider how providing for those mm-hmm. adults, and I keep saying, uh, uh, emphasizing the word adult, right? Right, right, right. I know but, what you're saying. Because it drives me crazy. Well, it's because you get through it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But. I mean, I get it. I get it. Look, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. circumstances that are extenuating Correct. as well, right? Yes. I mean, if you have, uh, uh, you know, disabled yeah. or mentally disabled, or you know, that's all, right. that's a totally different subject. Right, right. There's different situations. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So I, I'm sensitive to that. I understand right. that. But it's important to consider how providing for your adult children might be anything but a joke. Mm-hmm. So true. So true. So the Pew Research Center, I'm reading now, okay. found that a number of younger adults living at home rose to 36% in 2012, mm-hmm. seven years ago. Right, right. And that one in five kids still live at home and don't pay rent for expenses. So I think with that date in mind, that 2012, if I remember correctly, that's also when it was more difficult to find jobs, right? I mean, we're not in that that situation now. Gosh, there's jobs are plentiful. Now they may not pay what you want them to pay, but there are lots of jobs out there. That's the problem. And I think that's where I would say in t- today's- Don't you agree that yeah. that's the problem? Like, and, hey, I've got a college degree. 
I should deserve. Well, it's an entitlement issue. You believe that you should make more money than you and really. Don't yeah. You, I mean, yeah, yeah. you saw it, right? Oh, yeah. I saw it all the time. And so I think, you know, it, it, we've also envisioned. Is it true? It, it is true. It is okay. true. And right. in, in, in my my belief is that, you know, we we get a degree and we believe that we should make all this money and be able to live like our parents live currently. You know, and people don't want to to work up to it and don't realize that, hey, you're going to have to, you know, grind, put your nose to the grindstone for a while. So but I think 2012, I would say that's a pretty older article to compare, because I think nowadays you've got jobs. And I would say, shoot, if your child does have to go home, they should be paying rent or something, <laughs> you yeah, know, and, and you can go work there's at a, you can a, go work at a lot of places. So something called skin in the game. skin in the game. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You look at you using all your. All, all your retirement stuff. So, okay. What are some of the reasons? I don't think that's a retirement. Well, saying. I meant to say retirement playbook, retirement playbook, <laughs> using sports analogies towards it. So sorry. <laughs> Maybe I need more coffee. Yeah. So, so what are some of the reasons that these kids are coming back home? So according to this uh, Pew Research Center mm-hmm. report, there's okay. handfuls of reasons why kids might be moving back home, but one of the main being financial needs. Okay. Okay. Um, for some kids who go off to school and graduate, they seem to have no other option than to move back home with mom and dad. Again, all kind of relative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, 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 and situational, it, I would think. So. And you can yeah. make a, uh, a linear um, comparison to the needs versus wants discussion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's tough. And I will tell you the other thing that I thought we did. You, you understand what I'm I saying? I do. But I, you know, I like to show you the other side too, because, you know, I worked in, in higher education, so I know where you are going. But I think we've, <laughs> besides the entitlement issue, the other thing that I think higher education has done a, 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 a disservice to our children is that in addition to, hey, you want to graduate and live like mom and dad, while you're in college, you're getting to live an awesome life right? There's Starbucks on campuses now. You're getting to eat higher end food. It's not just cafeteria food. It's name brand food, right? You've got these awesome rec centers and facilities at your service. And so, you know, I think in college, you're also living a lifestyle that when you get out, you go, oh my gosh, I can't afford a gym membership (laughs) or I can't afford Starbucks every day. Think about it. Right. And so I think some of that has happened when you and I went to college and it wasn't that long ago, I guess it's getting there. But you know, when you and I went to college, we didn't have all that stuff that wasn't there. Think about it. The growth of like the expectation in higher education now is, hey, I want to live a luxury life while I'm in college, too. Right. So I think we've kind of so we've created our own monster, to be honest with you. So for some of the things that we're talking about. Again, yeah. And yeah. I, you know, yeah, I get it. I yeah. get it. Yeah. Um, You know, and, and again, I think that's a reflection on our society. Yeah. You know? Well, and some of us do a better job of it than others and some and some want to like you said that's a there's a difference some people want to do that so yeah well and 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 let's be honest um some kids college students uh embark on the credit card yeah. arena yeah right and you and might the parents may not debt. know yeah yep. and then they've got on top of that their college student mm-hmm. loans mm-hmm. and how many times have we seen it when people come in and go yeah that's a loan and i'm like what's that loan from well i had to pay for my kids right. student loan. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, 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 you know, and, and, and so what do they have to show for it? Well, they don't have a degree because yeah. they dropped out, you know, mm-hmm. and they couldn't make it, maybe you know, for, for educational reasons or whatever it is. So now you've got this forty thousand mm-hmm. dollar student loan then with nothing to show for it and they're working at Wendy's. You know right. what I mean? It's just right. like it's tough. let's get it all in perspective. You yeah. know, like, hey, is this super realistic? Because there's lots of great jobs that are out there and well-paying jobs that don't require that it. don't require mm-hmm. that. Yeah. In fact, we've seen a lot of uh, things post up uh, about, uh, uh, you know, like on the Facebook. Need the, trade, the, and, and, the need for the trade for trade jobs. Need for trade jobs because mm-hmm. so many people are just you know in our society were programmed to go to college and you know do the whole deal and then you come out and you and you're like, hey, uh, I've got find my a degree job in marketing. The, yeah. Well, there is no marketing jobs. They're all taken right, right. now. Okay, so you know, but we need uh, a welder. Right, mm-hmm. that pays sixty grand a year. Yeah. So anyway, the point is, is that we're seeing let's some of that be shift. realistic about what we want to do, and 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 then adjust our plans and what you're doing about it accordingly. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got to take a break here. Uh, we are now going into our second segment. We're talking about protecting your retirement from the boomerang kids, expanding that conversation to many other topics as well. Mm-hmm. It's all <laughs> right here on the Retirement Playbook. Stay tuned. In today's volatile environment, making sure your assets are properly aligned with your financial goals has never been more important. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we use this simple 11-question survey to help you gain insight into your financial profile. 
Armed with your score, we can help you make decisions about your asset allocation in retirement. To learn more about this valuable self-assessment, visit mycolorofmoney.org to get your score or give us a call today at 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by (laughs) Innovative Financial Solutions. I like your creativity. I like it. We are the retirement people. There it is. Wow. Look at us. (laughs) Now they're going, they had too much coffee at the break. (laughs) Now our listeners are going, wow. If you can't mix it up and have fun, fun. you know, we do this every week for an entire hour. So, you know, you got to do something. We got to break it up. You got to break it up. Yeah. So we, um, the other day, someone asked me how long we've been married. So you've been in business for 18 years and we've been married almost 18 years. Is that correct? Yeah. Is that right? Well, I just think it's kind of No, we haven't been in business for 18 years. We've been no, in business no, no. for 12 you've years. Been, you've been a financial advisor for 18 years. That is correct. correct. Or we've owned our own business for 12 years. Yes. That is so. correct. Anyway, I thought that was kind of ironic. I guess that was all about the same time. I kind of remember it. It was all kind of crazy I'm time. not going to say happy anniversary when we're five months Oh, away. yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, you can wait. You can wait. You don't have to say it. Okay. Even though every day is like an anniversary. It really me. is. <laughs> it's uh feel like giving you a rose every day. There it day. is. Every day is like yeah. an anniversary with me. So it's, so our topic today I think is a good one. How many um, years have we been married? 17 and I a just half? said, yeah, yeah. It's, it'll be 18 this Best year. That's five years of my Stop life. Stop telling people that. I, for our <laughs> listeners, they know what we're talking about. Uh, so. so we're talking about protecting your retirement from boomerang kids. Um, you know, boomerang kids, meaning, you know, a child that may have left your home and has come back or you're still financially supporting. Yeah. Maybe they didn't come back home, but yeah, you're still helping the them out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So, um, but you know, primary obviously being that your retirement should come first, you know, and that's where the struggle, I think you mentioned this, that a lot of parents have because they want those probably equally, right. You know, they want to be able to take care of their kids and, um, take care of their retirement, which hopefully you can do both. But I think we are seeing more people sacrifice yes. one for the other. Right. That is so, correct. so, so leading into my question for you. So, you know, have you encountered people that have, I came have, and I will tell you the yeah. conversation it, sometimes it it's, gets it's tough. It, it, it's tough and it gets hairy. Yeah, uh, I can I'm see being that. Serious because yeah. they get offended by me saying, "Hey, we need to focus more on your retirement." And you know, you try to present it as softly and yeah. as encouraging as possible, <laughs> but sometimes you just got to say it, mm-hmm. and you know, people might get offended by it. What What do you mean? What do you mean? I I'm not. No, I'm not going to stop paying for that. All that kind of so, you know. It does. It, it becomes a sensitive topic because yeah. what the, the the kids are the most important thing to them, and, oh, yeah. and that's great. That's great. But let's let's get our financial priorities mm-hmm. and uh, objectives in. Um, well, in and order. I think the biggest thing I think what you're trying to say is again the sacrificing one for the other, and in a situation where you go, you know, as I've seen some people who have, you know, truly given all of their money, and they're in a situation where they're struggling themselves because they're compensating yes. for their, you know, and that's tough. See that's what lot. we're saying. Yeah. See it a lot. Yeah. Yep. So what, Unfortunately, ki- so what kind of, what kind of expenses are they covering? What are you seeing that's being covered? So, um, you know, anything from their car mm-hmm. to their car insurance, to yeah. their cell phone bills, to their credit card bills. Yeah, that's, and I would tell you, I don't know if they still do that, but do you remember when we were in college, that was a big gimmick. I don't know if they've stopped that nowadays, but do you remember like there was always little stations of people saying, sign up for a credit card oh, today yeah. and you've got a free bag or a free t-shirt sure. or whatever. And for a college student, that's like giving candy, right? Getting out candy. And so I wonder if they still do that nowadays because I think that's just That's scary. the important of the financial education, education piece. Yeah being an increased importance in our schools schools mm-hmm. it has to happen it's still not there we've got great organizations like junior achievement right and that that will help and bring people from the outside like myself in to teach kids mm-hmm. these uh, different programs uh i think that is so important yeah and, agreed and and, and financial if, literacy if you is can so big educate people while they're in in my opinion high school because you know it's great to start early, right, right? As far as educating kids, but a lot of it just kind of falls off the mm-hmm. back, right? Like a duck, water, uh, duck and water. Um, but, but really, you know, in high school, I think is really where yeah. we got to focus on. Well, and truly, people are starting to hopefully think about what they're going to do after high because, school too. Well, it's the, more important. But my point is, is you know, like, hey, you're going off to college. You're gonna have. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be a lot more independent on your decision making and. So make sure you don't do things right. like sign up for those credit cards. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. I so just anyway. remember how much they were everywhere. So, yeah. 
Um, among those parents helping, according to the American Consumer Credit Counseling, mm-hmm. okay. um, found that 41% of the parents pay for transportation. Okay. I'm assuming that includes the car, right? Maybe? Yep. Okay. 57% pay household bills. So you're paying the, the rent or you're paying the electric bill or both or okay. whatever. And then 24% pay student loans. Mm-hmm. These parents are spending more on their kids and less on themselves, making the risky decision of putting their retirement on the back burner. Yeah. Which is exactly what we've actually talked about this entire show right. so far. Which Just is, being careful. Yeah. Yeah, being careful about it. Um, you know, has this always been a problem or are we seeing it more lately? Definitely seeing it more. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, helping your kids is nothing new, right? Right, Financially. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we all, you know, you just do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the, what we're really talking about though is that boomerang kid where they come back mm-hmm. and they're adults and, you know, you're still, you know, not really treating them, but you are, well, you are from a financial standpoint by helping them, but because of societal or economic and cultural factors. Yep. Kind of what I was saying. I think it's some of that, what yep. you're seeing everybody else having kind of thing. So, Do, yeah. Look. It's all, and I get it. There is a fundamental need in any society for progress. Yeah, right, right, right. I, I get that. Yeah. I get that. But you can also take it too far. It's kind of like the old saying, too much of a good thing is bad. Okay? And so sometimes that happens. Mm-hmm. And I believe, excuse me, I believe that that has happened here, you know, when as far as this topic is concerned. Um, and there's said the article says back in 2007, the number of adults living at home had stayed at a constant 32%. Uh, five years later in 2012, a Pew report, however, revealed that the number had climbed to 36% mm-hmm. of millennials living at home. Uh, this marks a growing trend on the highest amounts of adults living at home in four decades. I don't know what that number is today. I know. I'd like to know it today, to be honest with you. Well, you know, guess be, what? We have a thing called Google. Let's see if we can find it. Yes. <laughs> let's see what we can find. Because I do think, hopefully, I, I hope that we've seen that go down because, um, like I said, the more prevalence of jobs, again, may not be the jobs that everybody wants. Because I do think it is hard to find those specific people out there in the in the market now. You know, my, like I said, my previous life in HR, it wasn't always easy to find that, that specialized person who had experience and everything. So um, I'm not saying that, you know, the perfect jobs are out there but i do think there are jobs out there so yeah you know just, I agree. Be, just be curious see what we could find because i think 2012's that that time i remember um you know the economy obviously wasn't as good and we were really struggling with college degree jobs you know people finding i'm if i remember gosh there was like a one in four statistic something like that okay here um, we go so i got i just pulled something up oh, okay parents in the u.s cannot get rid of their kids <laughs> That's another article title. <laughs> Jeez. The share of young adults in their late 20s living with parents is the highest it's been in 75 years, according to a recent study by okay. Pew Research Center. Yeah. Okay. 33% of the 25 to 29-year-olds lived with their parents or grandparents in 2016. So that's 33% in 2016? Yep. Same same research center, so that's good. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. One other So thing. it did go down, because this one had 36. 36. Yeah, so it went down to 33. Yeah. Mm, okay. So, I mean- you know, you can always, that's just a millennials though. Yeah. It's yeah. just 36% of millennials, which I guess. If right. I mean, that's going to be the, that yeah. age group, late twenties. So yeah. Okay. Uh, it says, why are millennials still living? Oh, let's take a look here. <laughs> yes. Millennials are still living with their parents. Newsflash. Other millennials have moved out, but are still living off their parents. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what we talked about. What you need to know on how to become more financially independent. The issue is financial dependence. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we've been talking about this whole show. Yeah. And it says, while the economy is strong, which it has been, some millennials mm-hmm. are either living at home or moving out, but remaining financially dependent on their parents. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like we're not too far off. Yeah. So, so let's. Oh, guess what it says right here. I'm ready. Welcome to the boomerang effect. Yep. <laughs> hey, look at that. Late breaking right now on the, while we're on the radio show. So. Yep. Okay. Uh, and by the way, that was, I got to cite that source. Okay, that yep. was Forbes.com. Uh, it was an article titled, Why Are Millennials Still Living With Their Parents? And okay. it uh, appeared June 27th of 2018. So almost okay. a year ago. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's anyway. Still pretty current. That's a lot. A little more, more current of what we had. So yeah, that's good. Um, so what do you think, you know, I, I'm obviously teeing this up for you because I know the answer, but what's the biggest repercussion of this shift truly? Uh, I think it's everything that we've been talking about, right. which is your priorities get a little bit out of whack. Mm-hmm. Um, and that fundamental discussion comes from needs versus wants and our wants being a little bit out of whack. 
okay, as far as the priorities, the financial priorities that you really probably should have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I need to help my kids pay for college. No, you don't. Well, and here's the other thing, too, I would say just off the topic, you know, of, of truly the kids. But, you know, if you remember our previous shows talking about how much people really had saved for their own retirement. I mean, that's scary when you're saving more for your child's college than you are for your own retirement. That's, I think, where you got to take a look at it. Right. Well, and we see that, too. So, I mean, they, 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 the, excuse me, the parents' <laughs> finances have taken a hit from from this cultural shift too. think about it this way. What I mean by culture mm-hmm. is how many people have cell phones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Everyone. How many people had cell phones 20 years ago? Right. Well, that's a cultural shift. Okay. And now that's become, so what was your, I was going to say, well, I don't think cell phones were, around. <laughs> I mean, they weren't, they you were around, but yeah. they were around, but yeah, you know, the very rich people had them. Nobody else had them. Yeah. And now everybody has one. Yeah. And that's a culture shift. Yeah. Okay. And that has become, that has in the, well, they were that around, has I been now say. perceived to be a need mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's not, mm-hmm. it's still not, it will never be. It's always going to be a want. And so that's what my point is, is that cultural shifts cause this to happen as well. Although um, I will say a landline's pretty close to the same price as a cell phone. <laughs> well, so I'm just throwing that in there again. That is also on tweet. To have a landline? Yes. <sighs> Come on, Mrs. Alice. All right, Paul. listeners. I know sometimes, I mean, now you know, now everybody knows what I have to, <laughs> to put up with. <laughs> All right. When it comes down to parents deciding whether to support their adult kids mm-hmm. or fund their retirement, parents, bottom line, are choosing to sacrifice some of their retirement plans and it's becoming worrisome. Yeah. You know, we're, 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 we're on the verge of this retirement crisis that the baby boomers are not really causing, but they're, they're mm-hmm. a part of, mm-hmm. right? Because there's 10,000 of them turning 65 every single right. day in this country and right. will for the next several years. So that becomes a problem when priorities have been shifted and we don't have enough money saved. Well, but I think most of the baby boomers aren't hand dealing with this. I think they're a little, they're a little older. I don't think we got baby boomers dealing with Children living at home shouldn't. I don't yeah. think. Maybe oh, yeah. maybe still financially supporting yeah. some of them, but you do the tail end of them. The tail end yeah. of them. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, folks. Uh, we got to take a break here. It's the retirement playbook with Brock and Danielle, and we're going to take one little break. Come back, and we're going to just blow your mind with <laughs> great information about how you can retire. On Stay your own tuned. Terms. Stay tuned. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Innovative Financial Solutions by visiting theinnovativeteam.com or by calling us at 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. We're here with you every Saturday morning mm-hmm. from 7, 8 a.m. right here on KZIMKSIM. <laughs> you can listen to us on Spotify through yep. a podcast. You can listen to us on a podcast through iTunes. You can also go to our website and listen to past shows as well. And I just want to say thank you for all the people that mm-hmm. have called to come in and talk to us about their specific situation that we were able to help. And that's the biggest thing, folks. We're helping you and your future and your family's future. And if you care about that, do something about it. Give us a call, 332-7855. All right, we've been talking about the baby, or not baby boomers. We've been talking about <laughs> Another the boomerang. Another B word. Yeah, it is a B word. <laughs> Another B word. Protecting your retirement from boomerang kids and what's going on in the societal and, and cultural shift mm-hmm. of 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 making sure that our kids and little Johnny's taken care of all the way through his adult ages, mm-hmm. okay, at a sacrifice of saving for our own retirement. Right. If you're not Why sacrificing, it's your choice. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. If you're not sacrificing, spend all the money you want on your kids. Absolutely. We're talking about those people who are making choices to, you know, sacrifice their, you know, retirement goals and dreams and, and, and livelihood, um, you know, for their kids, which we all love our children, but got to protect yourself. How so. much do we spend on our kids? Uh-oh. To get about, them to 18 years old. Oh, okay. I used to know this. Or close to it. It used to, to get them to 18 to raise a child, the average cost. Is that what you're asking? Yep. Okay. I used It used to be right at a quarter of a million dollars. Am I way off now? 
Hold on. Oh, okay. I'm asking the Google. Okay. <laughs> Make sure it's a good response. Just can't trust everything on the internet. As of 2015, American parents spend on average mm-hmm. $233,610 on child costs from birth until the age of 17, not including college. This number covers everything from housing and food to child care and transportation. Woo-hoo, I was darn close. You were, which is really amazing because that means that number hasn't changed in 15 years. Oh, you think you think my dad was 15 years old? <laughs> I don't know if it was that long ago. <laughs> I like how you don't trust me. You think I was a, I, I, I just kind of remember hearing about that. By so. the way, that was from CBSnews.com. There it is. Okay. There we go. All right. So again, we we're talking about this mm-hmm. uh, baby, uh, or the boomerang generation or boomerang. Uh, well, they're the millennial, mostly the millennial kids. generations, but we call them boomerang kids because those kids are either leaving the house and coming back or they're leaving and you're still having to help financially support them because they can't make it on. But again, own. it's so easy to get caught in this kind of stuff, right? It's the whole discussion of mm-hmm. needs versus wants. And it's, it's very easy to get caught up in the discussion with your friends and, you know, keeping up with the changes and those kinds of things, what they're doing for their kids. And, you know, oh my gosh, well, my kid's the most important thing in the world. So why wouldn't I do it if they're doing it? You know, that kind of thing. So it's, it's, it has represented a big cultural shift mm-hmm. in the United States of America. Okay. And so, and, and so anyway, that's, that's kind of the deal. That's what we're talking about today. And we just want to bring awareness to this and, and, and hopefully, open up some eyes and, and maybe help fix the problem. Although we know our listeners don't do this. Yes. They're all saving the exact amount. But maybe they, they can help somebody else. <laughs> but maybe you could pass this information pass this on, on to someone else. Yeah. So let's, let's kind of talk about where we kind of left off and you know, how much do you think the boomerang trend affects these parents compared to maybe a counterpart that doesn't have children to support? Well, I would say it's, it, it's a big difference mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to retirement. And in a recent study from Hearts and Wallets, they found that those over 65 with financially independent adult children mm-hmm. were twice more likely to be retired than their counterparts still supporting their uh, excuse me, grandchildren, supporting their adult children. Mm. So twice more likely. Twice <laughs> yeah. more likely. So there's a statistic that should right speak there. for I couldn't, itself. Couldn't get it out there for a minute. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Statistic. So let's talk about now. We've talked about the problem, right? So what are some yep. tips that we can really share with um, people in, you know, maybe thinking about this or are currently there to help avoid it? So you ever you've heard of the the you know the the phrase to the point of no return. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, There's yeah. It actually even been a song written about it. Yeah. And and so what I would consider is start by either. It, it kind of depends on what your style yeah, is. Yeah, and where you are. And where, where you're, you're at. Yeah, where you're at. Yeah, how but far. But you can start by cutting the financial cord as early as reasonably mm-hmm. possible. Family financial experts agree that at some point between the ages of 18 and 22 years old, your adult child should be actively trying to provide for themselves. Mm-hmm. My point is, is that you can either cut the cord right away. Right. Or you can kind of wean them off and say, hey, look, um... We've made some, your mom and I or your dad and I have made some decisions here uh, for our own personal finances, and we've come to the conclusion that we need to start reducing the amounts that we're doing here uh, for you. So we're paying your car insurance and your cell phone. So from now on, you're on your own for car insurance. Yeah. You're kind of jumping ahead to my next question. You already, you already started answering the question. <laughs> yeah, see the abuse that I take? I know. People? I'm just saying. I was like, yes, you're right. But so my next question was going to be, what's the advice you have for parents already in Sorry. this situation? So if you're already in this situation, that was good. You started the advice. But, you know, if you're already dealing with it, what other things do people need to maybe know, right? <sighs> Sorry. Sorry, I know. You do that. You like to, you know, get off on and I And, and I know, and I've got something I'm, I'm excited you, you to talk are. about too. So anyway. <laughs> and then you answer yeah, my question. I know, sorry, sorry. Well, that's good. Um, uh, but for those adult children still living at home, there comes a time where you need to just be honest with yeah. yourself. Have a conversation with your spouse so you're both on the same page. Here. Yeah, that's a concern. this is, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Trust me, I've seen it. It's mm-hmm. going to create a, an argument. Mm-hmm. It's going to create... Um, tension right. between the two spouses, yeah, and, and so you're gonna have to come to a compromise between your 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 you and your spouse first and foremost, and then have to be in agreement that yes, this is the path we need to take, mm-hmm. and then we need to have the conversation. And who's better to have the conversation? Is it mom mm-hmm. or is it dad? Yeah, and it's gonna be or different both. in yeah. every situation, yeah. right? 
Um, but you have to consider whether your assistance is helping or hindering your child's emotional and financial growth. Mm-hmm. And the at the rate of the financial literacy that we're at in our um, school system, you know, that may be just something that you just don't understand yourself. Right. And you, everybody needs to get a Right. Everybody educated. needs to yeah. get mm-hmm. educated. Mm-hmm. Understandably, parents may not want their children to struggle as they have um, as young adults, like they did maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But however, they need to realize that many of those struggles are critical to children becoming independent adults. Right. Struggles, trials and tribulations. Yeah. Equal strength a lot of times if you can make it out of it. Right. If you learn can make something it out. Yeah. from it. You know, who was I talking to the other day? I was talking to somebody. Anyway. And, um, and th- well, I wouldn't say who it was anyway. Right, so right. <laughs> they, they said they had become, um, uh, they had at one point in their life had to de- declare bankruptcy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, the reason why they are so financially uh, successful now mm-hmm. is because they did go through Because they that. went through that struggle. And they never, ever wanted to go back. It's kind of like the kid growing up in the hood. Right. You don't want to go back to the hood. Well, if you don't want to go back to the hood, what do you got to do? You got to have personal growth and do the things that right. to get you out. And I think it's like you said, it's such a fine balance because some people can do that on their own, as we know, right? Some people can can do that on their own because they're, they've are they already got the, the, the forthright knowledge to go, I don't want to live like this. I want to change things. But some people can't. They need a little help. So I think, like you said, this is that, that balance that you got to find that you want to help them just enough to be able to do it, but not too much to where you become dependent on it. Agreed, hundred yeah. percent. And that's and that's hard because and I, yeah, because like you said, you know, we grew up in, in single parent households and life wasn't easy, you know. And for me, I think that was great for me because I learned so much. But you see, some people who can't get out of that, right? You know, on their own. So you know, it is. It's it's a balance. It's a balance. Well, they so. can't get out of it because they haven't been mentored or coached. Correct. Correct. And and here's the other deal too: is that you have to offer not only this financial mentoring right but this emotional support yeah and if you can't do one or both of those things then you're right yeah yeah the the success rate of that kid just trying to do it on their own is probably not very good right right um but just because you stop assisting with finances doesn't mean you can't help with budgeting Mm -hmm. writing resumes or networking absolutely for that child there's a lot of things you can do to help lots of things you can do to help Yep. So what kind of solutions are there for parents who want to provide financial help to their adult children? You know, so for the person who says, hey, I want to do it, you know, what's some things that Look, they if you're just going to do it and 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 see mm-hmm. again, you're, the end. <laughs> it, you, 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 you've, you've always kept this on track, which yeah. is if you're already doing everything for yourself and, and it's, you know, at the rate you should be and you're, you've got your own retirement taken care of. Then if you're doing this, then okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we're really focusing on is the 90%. Okay. Right, right. And so what you could do then is that if you're just going to do this no matter what, or even if you have the money to do it, mm-hmm. still would recommend this option, which is to make a loan that mm-hmm. serves as an advanced uh, on the inheritance to the child mm. uh, that is to receive it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kid would sign a promissory note with a low interest rate. And the note is due in the parents in 30 years or upon their death of the second parent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This provides a fair way to give one child money while treating other children equally in the estate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So you could do that. Parents can also guarantee a bank loan instead of directly lending the money. Okay. So in other words, you're still responsible for it because you uh, are Mm -hmm. guaranteeing it. But at least you're not just giving them the money. Right, right. Like you said, the skin in the game, right? Skin There's some skin in, in the, the game. game. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not getting to what I want to talk about. Oh, here, okay. Oh, I'm we sorry. We take another break. Oh, we do? Okay. All right. And <laughs> then we'll let you talk about what segment, you want to. <laughs> I got some, not really breaking, but it's something that's been going on for quite some time. Uh, and, and so it's going to hit, I believe. Some new updates. Some, some new, update. new updates okay. on what's going on in the retirement industry. And it's all next right here on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Daniel. Wouldn't it be nice to have an owner's manual? that can help you address and plan for retirement? Navigating the Storm by Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management can provide you with information to help plan for the retirement you've dreamt of and may ease your financial concerns. Navigating the Storm will help give you the foundational information you need for retirement. Visit NavigatingRetirementRadio.com to request your complimentary copy today. That's NavigatingRetirementRadio.com. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. 
Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. We're here every Saturday morning with you from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on KCIM. KSIM. Man, I feel like this show has flown by. Yes, it it's has. It's gone really fast. So um, I do want to, can I make a couple mentions of things? So sure. don't forget to check out our website. If you're just joining us, go to theinnovativeteam.com and you can listen to past shows. You can download our, our uh, complimentary retirement income toolkit. And then don't forget, if you haven't ordered Brock's book, do it. Gosh, it's a great book. And, I, and I'm not just saying that because I'm his wife. It really is. Um, it's 65 pages. It's short. It's an easy read. It's called The Last Paycheck. You can find it on amazon.com. And remember all proceeds we are donating back to our local community to help with financial literacy. We've already made one donation. That was pretty much, that was fun. So keep buying the book so we can keep giving money back to you. There it is. It's funny that you ask if you can uh, mention <laughs> something. Well, I know you're excited to talk about what all you and I excited about. People out there know that it's your world. <laughs> and you're just living in it. And I'm just living in it. <laughs> well, so hey, if you want to say something, you just say I just it. say it. So yeah. I do, let's let's wrap up a little bit of this conversation before you start that talking about your current topic. Fine. Sound good? Yep. Okay. So, you know, we've been talking about um, protecting your retirement from boomerang kids and, you know, just some cautionary things to be careful of and make sure you're not sacrificing one for the other. But, you know, let's talk about some of those we've talked about some current situations where you may already have a child at home. So what are some of the benefits that a parent who has a child at home maybe should be considering if you know, hey, I'm already in this situation. So like look, in other words, you've already helped them or you're you right, know, or you're they're living they're back at to home. helping them, I yeah. guess you could say. Yeah. But there are definitely potential upsides to the situation. And in some instances where having adult children live with you becomes necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we get it. Yep. Um, but especially when they can help with more difficult chores like long uh, care. So, mm-hmm. hey, get out there and mow, mow the lawn. Dude, yeah. You know? yeah. Don't be having a lawn service anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Shoveling snow, mm-hmm. taking out the trash. There's uh, they could also make uh, trips to the grocery store, run errands, pick up meds from the pharmacy. Yep. For many, it's nice to spend time, spend their golden years developing solid relationships with their children. Well, and I will say there are some of those situations, you know, uh, we, we've heard of those, too, where the the, the children are still working. But they just choose to live at home because they all want to kind of be together. So, you know, every situation is a little different. So, so. why did we, let's let's answer the question of fundamentally, why did we uh, even bring up this topic yeah. as a show topic today? Yeah, okay. The reason why we did is because we're seeing an alarming amount of people that are sacrificing their own future mm-hmm. to help with their kids, Okay. And, and so what we're talking about today is just to say, hey, what this is what's going on. Um, don't be one of these people unless you can be, right? right. In other words, if right. you're already taking care of everything you need to take care of for yourself and, and this your is spouse, what you want to do, and yeah. this is what you want to spend your discretionary money on, fine, do it. Mm-hmm. Now, I would still caution, you may not be teaching the best lessons to your right. kids. Right, right. About Depends on the situation there. Yeah. The value of the dollar, working, you know, work ethic, those kinds of things. But but anyway, that's, that's another... Uh, <laughs> another show topic. It's another show topic. <laughs> but anyway, so the point is, Putting aside the risk of derailing their own retirement, mm-hmm. each situation definitely and absolutely can be unique. Right. Okay. For every set of parents out there, uh, for some, the adult child may return because of a crippling student loan debt, mm-hmm. and or that the does inability happen. to secure a well-paying job to pay for that debt. Mm-hmm. It is worthwhile to consider your situation wisely and make the appropriate decision for you without putting your own retirement planning on hold. Right. The last thing you wanted to do is depend on your adult children caring for you in life because you spent all of your retirement savings on them today. Yeah. And you see that too. You do. And you yeah. hear that. By you the hear way. that. You yeah. hear that's their, that's their, that's their mop. That's their, you know, your, what is that? I'm trying to think of. Well, and I think, I don't know where you're going, but my, yeah, my concern your, would be that, you know, that's your retirement, that's your plan for, for being your, a, take, your long-term care plan. <laughs> that's your MO. That's your MO. That's your MO. There oh, we yeah. go. That's what I was trying to think. Oh, okay. Of. And well, that's your MO because you think, oh, hey, if I quote unquote invest this money in them, that they'll return it back to me and take care of me when I'm no, older. And I wouldn't bank and on that. I know that wrongo and i would say that's a lot truly even if you think you've got that's a lot to ask you know of an adult child to do so you know anyway so okay what would you like to talk about i know you've been antsy no 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 you just are we done talking yes. about the boomerang kids? Okay, <laughs> we very are. Good. You are. You can Hopefully, talk about people have hung on here to uh, the the last few minutes of our show okay. here. Yep. Because I have something important to talk about here, and it's something that's going on in our industry. 
actually we have lots of things going on in the retirement planning industry mm-hmm. right now because the SEC, excuse me, has um, uh, passed their own fiduciary uh, rule mm-hmm. or their own version of so it. So not the Department of Labor. This the is best, the SEC. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if everybody remembers, you know, last year, maybe the year before, we were talking a lot about the Department of Labor was coming out with their own fiduciary rule. That got shut down by President Trump, okay? And so every, that's out. But the SEC stepped in and said, you know what? We don't necessarily agree with everything that the DOL was doing anyway, mm-hmm. but we're going to come up with our own fiduciary, what they call best interest um, a law. And so <clears throat> they've done that. Mm-hmm. However, there's lots of unclear items still out there. The bottom line is, is that... And it hasn't taken want, effect yet. This no, is not... Oh, yeah, gosh, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. It'll be, you know, a couple of years before it actually gets all right. fully implemented. Actually, I think it's about 18 months. But my point, though, is is that um, the, the bottom line or the goal of the um, of the fiduciary rule would be this. We should always, as a retirement planning community, have the investors slash clients best interest. That seems like a no-brainer to me and to people with common sense. However, that is not always the case, okay? And so uh, I do, you know, I'm not a big, you know, regulation guy, but Which I'm I telling think you, is unfortunate, in our <laughs> business, it, it is warranted, okay? Mm-hmm. Because we do need to protect people and we do need to make sure that it's like any industry in the world, there are people that will take advantage of other people. Can I, can shocker. I, can I tell right? my, can I tell it's a story? It's not a shocker. No. It's going to happen and it happens in our business. And so if these kinds of rules and laws can be passed, it's kind of like going to the airport. You don't like going through that long security line, but you know what you do like? The comfort of knowing that you're going to be safe on that airplane. Same thing here. Well, can I tell you a quick story too? That So I don't know if we've actually even told our listeners this. So I recently got my uh, life accident and health license and have been um, going through some training and working on getting um, some certifications done and, and be ready. So anyway, long story short, I had went through a training with another young lady who worked out in another state. Uh, I won't mention it, but it's not anywhere close to us. And she had told a story about how she first actually worked for a, a separate insurance agency and she hated it because she was in that situation where you exactly talk about it. it wasn't a comfortable situation. It was not a good environment. And she actually left the industry and is now coming back because she found people who did the right thing, right, for their clients. And I'm like, gosh, how sad is that, that we hear that today but it like you said it's still out well, there it so. happens in every business yeah um, it does it's you're just, right it's you're right. more um emphasized it's more um in the in the scope of things and it should be because you're talking about people's money right and you're talking Absolutely. about their future and outside of their family and their faith it's probably the most important thing to them right okay so it it is it's highlighted and it should be like i yeah. say uh, but anyway that's not what i was <laughs> wanting to talk about they they the we also a big thing happening in our business is the passage of what we call the Secure Act. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a back, it's a bill backed by both Republicans and Democrats that aims to improve the nation's retirement system. The it passed in the uh, House by a very overwhelming margin here, and I don't know the exact numbers, but it was like four hundred and some odd number. But anyway, so uh, but the Senate has their kind of own version, but they're because it passed so overwhelmingly that they're uh, going to probably, I would say... Mm-hmm. Hopefully uh, adopt it. Or, go yeah. ahead and adopt that version of it. But but here's some big things, folks, and this is why I want to bring it up because mm-hmm. it's it's going to affect a lot of people. Um, inside, there's just not... This isn't everything, but there's a few things here that apply to, to the masses here. Traditional IRA contributions, okay? So they're going to repeal the maximum age for traditional IRA contributions, which right now for traditional IRAs is 70 and a half. And that's also when you have to start taking your mm-hmm. required minimum distributions. And that also is now going to be age 72. Okay. Again, this is not, President Trump has not signed this. And actually, it's we don't Senate even now. know, as of today, we don't even know where he actually stands on this. Okay. I'm assuming that that this is a bipartisan deal that it's going to be, you know, it's going to go through pretty quick. Um, definitely by the end of the year, okay, is what we're looking at here. Um, it's in the, in the Senate if right the now. worst case is, is that you're going to have to vote on it later this year in the fall. Uh, but it could be pushed through here through some provision of, and I don't know how the government works entirely, but there's some provision where bills can just be like flown through mm-hmm. if, if everybody 100% agrees on it. So uh, anyway, uh, that's where we're at with that. 
It also allows long-term part-time workers to participate in 401k plans. So that could become, you know, if you're excluding people because they don't have their typical thousand hours, uh, this new law is saying, hey, we need to open up retirement savings to more people because we know there's a crisis coming. And, and so we need to allow more people to participate and mm. save for retirement. Okay. Even though those same people could open up IRAs and right. save on their own. You know, <laughs> There's but, other ideas. Yeah, There's yeah, other yeah, thing you yeah. could do. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um, but another reason why people don't invest sometimes is because the risk that they have in their 401k, maybe mm-hmm. you have to have a certain percentage of company stock if it's a company, you know, publicly traded company. Or maybe um, you know you just don't like the, the the ups and downs of the market. Usually, there's alternatives there. But what they're looking at is offering and allowing more annuities to be offered in 401k plans to guarantee income. Uh, parents can withdraw up to five thousand dollars from retirement accounts penalty free within a year of birth or adoption of qualified expenses. So we're trying to encourage people to save more, but yet we're allowing them to take more out mm. uh, penalty free. Yeah, that's Great. kind of concerning. Right. <laughs> um, parents yeah. can withdraw up to ten thousand dollars from five twenty nine plans to repay student loans. Now, on its face, I go, well, that's not a good idea. But actually, folks, if you think about it, our conversation mm-hmm. today about, mm-hmm. hey, you know, this guy or gal, this couple has forty thousand dollars of student loan debt, and they're in their fifties, and you're going, wait a minute, something's not enough. Right. Well, it turns out it's for their kid. Right. Okay, so that might be something that we could look at to dip in is, hey, you save these 529 plans, you can use that and then pay back some of those student loans. Right. I wouldn't think you would have those student loans if you had a 529 but plan. Who but knows? Who knows? You never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So that's the SECURE Act. There's a lot more to that. There's some estate planning things, stretch IRAs that I can't talk about now. It's going to, we ran out of time, but I would love to maybe continue this discussion yeah, yeah, next absolutely. week. And so, uh, but uh, that's it for this week's episode of the Retirement Playbook, folks. Uh, Have a great week and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.